Are you ready to talk sports with one of the leading sports journalists of today? Welcome to All Around Sports with John Inglesby. John's years of experience as a journalist has allowed him to net exclusive interviews with top players, former players, commissioners, and owners. John and his guests are ready to give you the straight word when it comes to sports. Now, let's talk all around sports. Here is your host, John Inglesby. Voice America listeners, welcome to my 513th ever show of all around sports. Reach Monday at noon Eastern time. We broadcast live from... Florida to go all around the world of sports for one hour to discuss what happened last week and what's ahead for this week. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-866-472-5788, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net, which comes from me through my website at www.iirsportsoneword.com. As always, I will give you my highlights, lowlights, and bizarre news items from this past week. Also, we'll be joined next segment by our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Studham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and many other sports as well. Well, my highlight of the week is Boston, as it has so often in the past, once again being the center of the sports universe. From the Celtics dominating the Atlanta Hawks on Saturday afternoon to the most wins ever, Bruins, opening their playoff quest for history tonight. And oh yeah, the Boston Marathon is running as I speak, along with, uh, unfortunately, a delayed Red Sox-Angels baseball game at Fenway Park, which, uh, as is customary, began at 11 a.m., but it's been delayed. It's raining in Boston. Anybody watching the marathon can see that. It's a soaker. And uh, so it's the 10-year anniversary plus one day of the 2013 Boston Marathon bombing. I lived in Boston for decades. And uh, yesterday there was a shot on what was the 10th anniversary of the bombing. A picture uh, taken at Fenway Park of the scoreboard out in left field, the Green Monster. Uh, through four innings, and oddly enough, it read for each inning score two zero one three, as in 2013. Pretty eerie, to say the least. Uh, it's a picture that's making the rounds, and is no doubt going to be a famous picture, certainly in Boston and probably beyond. Uh, this, of course, brings back a lot of memories for me where on the day of the bombing, I had uh, was planning, had tickets to the Bruins game that night. There's a Bruins game at home tonight, as I mentioned. Uh, and so I was planning, thinking about going into the marathon, as I have often done, uh, near the finish line. Uh, I had once worked at the finish line, uh, back in the day and was going to go into the marathon and then on to the Bruins game, something I've done in the past, uh, whether it be Bruins, Celtics, whatever, uh, a combo, shall we say. But uh, also was planning 
to go to Florida the next day, had plane reservations and was coming into Florida. And as a result of uh, the day getting busy doing my show, (laughs) um, this show, and uh, just couldn't, no time to go into the marathon due to needing to pack for my trip the next morning to Florida. And uh, so didn't go in, thank goodness. And, of course, the bombing occurred. The Bruins game was canceled that night. We all know the rest of the story. And so it's all very eerie to have the same combination of a a marathon running today with a Bruins playoff game tonight. Uh, Just got me thinking of that infamous day, 10 years plus one day uh, in 2013. But on to the sports, which is in Boston, which are the C's on Saturday afternoon. They set the tone to start their quest, their season-long quest to wrap up unfinished business from last year uh, when they made it to the NBA Finals, but of course lost to the Warriors. And so they've been on a year-long mission, it feels, uh, to earn an NBA championship. And they certainly got off on the right foot with a 30-point lead. Uh, in the first half, which is unbelievable. Uh, the Hawks, to their credit, did come back and make it a game. I think they got within 12 points at the end, uh, or late in the game, I should say. And uh, But needless to say, the Celtics held on. Uh, back to the Bruins. Uh, the most wins and points ever in NHL regular season history. It, uh, there's no other way to say it. It's Stanley Cup or bust, period. They don't win the Cup. The, all those records will be rendered, I won't call them meaningless, but uh, nowhere near as important uh, as someone who's been a Patriot season ticket member for decades. Uh, can't help but think of 2007 when the Patriots finished the season undefeated, won the two playoff games, went into the Super Bowl and lost. And uh, despite that fabulous season, uh, nobody can get the Super Bowl out of their mind, including me. Um, So, uh, hockey in general, playoffs start tonight. As we know, the playoffs for the NBA just started. Arguably the best time of year. Uh, Best couple weeks of the year coming up with nonstop uh, playoff hockey and basketball. Uh, It's going to be fun. Uh, October is also a pretty good month for that type of thing, too. Uh, And so it's going to be fun because in October, of course, we have baseball playoffs, uh, hockey and basketball getting underway and football well underway. Uh, My low light of the week is the Rays 13 game winning streak coming to an end on Friday night in Toronto. But luckily, I went to the record-tying 13th win in a row at Tropicana Field right down the road from where I'm speaking right now. And uh, it was a great take, electric crowd, Thursday afternoon game at 1 o'clock, and the place was electric, 21,000, which is a lot of people for a Rays game, especially on a Thursday afternoon. So I got to see uh, baseball history and uh, thrilled that I did. Uh, what the Rays are doing. Uh, they lost Saturday as well. 
They lost two games in a row after 13 wins in a row, but they came back yesterday and beat the Blue Jays. So they're back on the track, and uh, everybody here in Tampa is beyond excited. Uh, They're just simply the story right now in Tampa, and the amazing part of the streak is they're hitting. Since, let's not forget, they only scored one run last year in the playoffs, and they were over in a heartbeat. Uh, But they have just been hitting the heck out of the ball this year. So it has been uh, pretty special stuff to watch, to put it mildly. My bizarre story of the week is the NBA injuries from the opening couple days of the NBA playoffs. Uh, Giannis had a back injury. John Morant had a hand hand injury, and Tyler Hero from the Heat, Miami Heat, is out. He broke, apparently, uh, multiple bones in his hand, and both he and Ja landed awkwardly to create their hand situations, and uh, so it looks like Tyler Hero is out four to six weeks, which could mean the entire playoffs, unless they get to the finals. The action uh, over the weekend was great. Um, Los Angeles Clippers beat the Suns last night out in Phoenix uh, in just a fabulous game, to say the least. Uh, The throwback machine was on with Russell Westbrook. He had an impactful game and made the play of the game by blocking a Devin Booker attempted layup and then bouncing the ball off Booker to give the, uh, to give the Clippers possession. This was all in the final few seconds of the game. So it was just amazing to see Russell Westbrook. And he just was, didn't have a great shooting night, but he was all over the place with offensive rebounds, especially late in the game and just making things happen. Uh, like the Russell Westbrook, we all remember. And, uh, on Saturday night, just fabulous game, great theater, where the Sacramento Kings making their first playoff appearance in forever, uh, beat the defending champion Warriors in Sacramento. Uh, the crowd was utterly electric. And then they did a thing at the end where they light the beam, like a laser beam from atop the stadium in Sacramento. So... Really good stuff, you know, mix that in with the, uh, you know, with the Celtics game uh, and also the uh, Lakers beating the, uh, beating the Grizzlies, tough to keep them all straight, believe me, a lot of games, a lot of matchups, and, uh, but, you know, Anthony Davis Got hurt, but fortunately returned to the game. John Morant, as I said already, got hurt. So it was really, uh, again, uh, all credit to the Lakers. The, so we're talking about some uh, some away teams winning on the other winning game one on the other team's floor. The Lakers beating Memphis in Memphis. Clippers beating Phoenix in Phoenix. So suddenly, uh, this was one of the many things that makes playoffs great. Suddenly, game two for the home teams, whether it's the Grizzlies or the uh, 
you know, the Grizzlies or the Suns, they need to win game two, period. Uh, or they can't go down 2-0, losing the first two games at home and uh, heading back to the other team's arena uh, puts them in a near impossible situation. So already game two feels like must wins. Uh, and that's just a sampling of all the games that were played. Uh, but just great stuff. Uh, you know, great time of year for all this. Uh, just nothing quite like it. Uh, one matchup to watch aside from the Bruins, who are, by the way, playing the Florida Panthers uh, down here in Florida. Uh, Panthers are based uh, out of Sunrise, Florida, near Miami. Uh, so it's on, it's going to be just fascinating to watch the Bruins, uh, to say the least, to see if they can just finish what they started in the regular season by again, having a regular season, unlike any other in the history of the NHL, that is really, really saying something. So now let's take our break. And next up is our call-in expert, AP Stedham veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and many other sports as well. And speaking of football, we have breaking news, which AP and I will discuss right off the top in the next segment. So don't go anywhere. Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Planning for college? Tune in to Getting In, a college coach conversation for tips, techniques, and insider perspectives hosted by Elizabeth Heaton, a former admissions officer at the University of Pennsylvania and featuring her fellow admissions and college finance experts from Bright Horizons College Coach. The show shares what colleges are really looking for and how to highlight your hard-won achievements for the best chance at success. New episodes air every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time here on voiceamerica.com tune in to the patricia raskin show on voiceamerica.com every monday at 2 p.m eastern time and 11 a.m pacific time this is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities challenges into solutions and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio patricia raskin So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. You are listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. 
or by sending an email to IIR at Comcast.net. Now back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to segment two of All Around Sports. And I am your host, John Inglesby. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-866-472-5788. Or you can email me at IIR at Comcast.net. And it's that time of the show when our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Studham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and many other sports as well, joins us. And A.P., how are you doing today? Hey, good, John. How are you? I'm so glad to be on your show. Well, we're thrilled to have you as always, and I'm guessing you're feeling good today because, as I mentioned at the end of the first segment, breaking news within the past hour or so that Jalen Hurts, Eagles quarterback out of Alabama uh, and Oklahoma, I might add, uh, signed the largest contract in NFL history. Total package of $255 million. And AP, I know how you've covered Jalen and have always thought so highly of him, and I assume you have to just be quite pleased that he would become uh, the most well-paid player in the history of the NFL. That's saying something. Yeah, the journey was long, and the the mountain was steep to reach this level, John. But he succeeded and led his team to the Super Bowl last year, and he's contract ready, and the timing was perfect for him. So congratulations to Jalen and all his perseverance and the time that he spent and never doubted himself and just just kept uh, pursuing his dream to be a, a starting NFL quarterback, and then some. And then some, yes. And hard to believe that, you know, there were times when, uh, you know, some wondered what he would be like as an NFL quarterback. Uh, You know, I always remember when he uh, filled in in the SEC championship game, took over for, for, uh, for Tua, and he was like a different guy from the previous years as far as throwing the ball. It was like, you know, he hadn't played a lot to it, of course, gotten the starting job. And uh, I'll never forget it. Uh, The transformation of him as a thrower, always a great runner, of course, was just amazing. And, uh, And that's carried over, obviously, into the NFL. Still a great runner, of course. Uh, dual threat, to put it mildly. So uh, he's really, really just, you know, uh, upped his game. And here he is, again, highest paid player in NFL history. Just amazing. And took him to the Super Bowl. Had a great game. They didn't win, but he had a good game. And, uh, yeah, so good things happen to good people. That's what I think of based on everything you've told me about Jalen Hurts being good people. Yeah, John, he, like I said, he had to overcome um, his inability to be precise with his passing. And he continued day after day, year after year to make those improvements. And and now he's on a team that could contend for the Super Bowl every year um, because of 
he improved his abilities to, as a passer, and he's always been an excellent leader. So, yeah, this, he's nothing but salute and uh, kudos to Jalen Hurts and everything he's done to this point to to reach the, the contract status that happened today for him. Yes, uh, absolutely. Um, no, it's just been, uh, again, so well-deserved. You know, when I think of him, what I think of really is, you know, you've, we've been hearing the term more and more in recent years, you know, that the quarterback of any NFL team is, in effect, the team's CEO. And when I think now of, you know, I thought this certainly before the contract today, um, you know, when I think of, like, the perfect CEO, I, I think of Jalen Hurts. You know, he's just the team leader in so many ways. And he's just, like, redefining that term. And uh, I think that's just going to be more and more uh, as a must, a must-have for NFL quarterbacks being drafted. So I'm really talking character, work ethic, things like that. I, I think this is the new age NFL quarterback. I think Jalen Hurts literally defines that. Yeah, John, when you're putting these pressure, high-pressured situations, there can be uh, no room for uh, anybody questioning your ability to lead and call the plays and make the decisions. And you have, you have to command the huddle. And Jalen Hurts, everywhere he's been, that's been the case, I, I believe. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, the owner of the Eagles, uh, you know, the stories back in the day when he was drafted were that, you know, Jeffrey Lurie, owner of the Eagles, was uh, insistent that the Eagles draft him. Uh, Doug Peterson, who was the Eagles coach then, had won the Super Bowl by beating the Patriots. We all remember that. This is just a couple years after that. And, uh, you know, he might not have felt as strongly about drafting Hertz. And next thing you know, uh, Doug Peterson's on the move. He's now the coach of the Jaguars and has resurrected that team, to say the least. Um, so, you know, I've always found it fascinating that, you know, Jeffrey Laurie uh, seemed to have had it pegged right. And sure enough, you know, he of course, he's the guy who would have... <laughs> uh, you know, okayed the contract that Jalen Hurts received today for $255 million. Uh, so, yeah, so I just find that that has been a fascinating situation, how he was in this corner from day one. So he, I can only assume, AP, that he just must have saw something in him, whether it was on the assumption that he was sat in on interviews with Jalen Hurts or whatever. He saw something in him that he simply had to have him on his team. And it's turned out pretty well, I'd say. Yeah, I think he saw those intangibles. And he said, this is somebody that, whether he's the backup on our team or he's in the developmental stages to become our starting quarterback, he, this would be a perfect draft choice for us, the Philadelphia Eagles. We need this type of uh, individual with these types of characteristics on our team. Correct. And, oh, by the way, let's not forget the backdrop of all this. The Eagles had, you know, a... Uh, top overall pick in Carson Wentz. He was the future. He was on track to be the MVP a few years back, uh, at least one year before I believe Hertz would have been drafted, if not two. And then he hurt his knee 
and horrible knee injury in that game, I believe against the Rams, uh, well into what was going to be a, almost a slam dunk MVP season. And he's never been the same guy since. And he's been on a couple different teams. And, you, you know, but Carson Wentz was still with the Eagles when they drafted Jalen Hurts. So, you, you know, it's kind of like you can't make this stuff up. You know, add it to the long list of you can't make this stuff up. Uh, but the way it's all turned out has been really, really, you know, rather remarkable. Um, and the Eagles got their man, and he clearly, one of the other things is, I mean, the fans love him. The city of Philadelphia loves him, and he loves them right back. It's like a, a match made in heaven. And we all know uh, Philadelphia. <laughs> Matches made in heaven are, are not always a slam dunk, right? Can't be assumed. Right, right, right. No, yeah, they're not always a slam dunk for sure. That's the case. Yeah, yeah, they they're slow to warm up to somebody. They because they want you to prove it. Um, yeah, they they're not going to be that all that encouraging until you satisfy their you know their um, you know satisfy their eyes that you're going to be the one to be the quarterback. Correct. And if there's any question that was solidified with this spectacular season, the Eagles were the best team in football pretty much all year long, at least record wise. Uh, you know, they, they were a wagon uh, going through the regular season and, you know, making it, of course, right to the Super Bowl where, you know, they lost to a great team in the Chiefs with a great quarterback. Um and the game went down to the end, as we all know and remember very well. It wasn't that long ago. And uh, so, you know, you have to just assume the Eagles will be back. Um, and, you know, the Eagles Chiefs uh, could be, you know, that game was pretty much an instant classic. Uh, and, you know, they, they're the two best teams in each of their conferences. And, uh, yeah, Eagles aren't going anywhere for a while. That's for sure. And uh, it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, question, what can Jalen Hurts do for an encore? There's only one question, win the Super Bowl. That's it. That, that, that's, you know, that's his goal more than anybody else's. Right. And uh, certainly Jeffrey Lurie and the rest of all of Philadelphia. Yeah, I think that that's, I mean, that's their intentions now. They've been to the Super Bowl. They've had a taste yep. of being on that stage and they yep. they want to walk away with the trophy now. So I'm sure Jalen Hurts, I mean, that's what he's thinking about. He, no, I mean, no he's doubt. that type of individual. He's, he's trying to reach the pinnacle. They're the best. Right. And no surprise. I feel like I've read a couple things where he's been in, you know, like the day after the Super Bowl or something to that effect, you know, you know, he was in the weight room back in Philadelphia. So uh, another testament or example of his work ethic. And uh, so they're going to be a team on a mission, and he is certainly going to be a man on a mission this year. It's going to be fun to watch. It really will be. Yeah, I mean, he's got that contract. He should play with um, a lot of, uh, you know, just there's there's no thing, nothing to think about except winning ball games and, and reaching that championship again. Right. It, exactly. Um, no, it's just going to be. Uh, going to be fun to watch. I think they're going to come into the season as favorites to win the Super Bowl. The only other team right there, of course, will be the Chiefs. Well, AP, great first segment. Great to have breaking news 
to start with, as always. And uh, why don't we take our first break now and still a lot more to get to on the other side. So don't go anywhere. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Today, our 40s sit firmly in midlife. We are starting to feel our place and have many productive years ahead. But now is the best time to plan for our future life. Listen for 45 Forward with host Ron Roel. From retirement to health and technology to caring for our parents, no topic is off the table. We don't have a roadmap to our actual future, but we can start to plan more effectively. Tune into 45 Forward, Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you contemplated habitat improvement projects that benefit wildlife and hunting potential but lack the experience to do so? Well, this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, whitetail hunting legends Lee and Tiffany Lakoski from Crush with Lee and Tiffany and Jeff Lindsay of The Lindsay Way are here to answer your conservation questions. The Revolution is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in every Friday to get your weekend kickoff early. Join the legendary G. Keith Alexander for What's Hot Harlem America. The flagship show of the new Harlem America Digital Network has something for everyone. From the latest in entertainment to empowerment, health and wellness, and more, we'll bring you a variety of fresh viewpoints, voices, and ideas. What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander can be heard every Friday at 1 p.m. in New York and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You are listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or by sending an email to iir at comcast.net. Now back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to segment three of All Around Sports. And I am your host, John Inglesby. To join the show, the call-in number is one 866 472 5788, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net. Back on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and many other sports as well. And A.P., we spent the previous segment talking about Jalen Hurts' record new contract uh, that was announced within the past hour or two, $255 million, largest contract in the NFL history. You, of course, covered him in college at Alabama. And speaking of college, AP, uh, a lot of spring games over the weekend. And uh, I had the good fortune of 
doing some channel surfing and all of a sudden uh, I came across the Big Ten channel by total accident and what was on, lo and behold, Penn State spring game. Uh, uh, as all our listeners know, I um, grew up nearby State College, Pennsylvania and big Penn State fan. So fun to see that Nick Singleton, their star running back is clearly going to be the star of the show. That was obvious. Drew Allaire is the new quarterback, replacing Sean Clifford, uh, who's been there forever. And uh, he was on not the five-year plan, but the six-year plan, I think. <laughs> and, uh, right, right. Exactly. And uh, so it was just fun. Not great weather, unfortunately. Kept the crowd down a bit. But just being able to watch a game, any game, scrimmage, if you will, from Beaver Stadium in April. That was a good thing. So fun to see and hopes are high in, in Pennsylvania. They really think they have some things going this year with uh, just great recruiting and carryover from last year. They won the Rose Bowl. Let's not forget that last year. And uh, so it's going to be uh, fun to watch. But uh, just as importantly, there were other spring games as well. I know you, that you were keeping tabs on them. Yeah, John, I, I think that a, a team like Penn State that you mentioned, they're really in a good position. They they have to beat Ohio State and Michigan. Have, I would say for That's a it. season, you have to beat one of them. You have to beat one of them. Yeah, they need to beat Ohio State, in my mind. You know, they've Michigan and them yeah. have been pretty even. They've each won their share of games in recent years. Uh, I was at the 2019 whiteout at Penn State when Penn State beat Michigan, but Michigan has beaten them too. Uh that's a good rivalry, but Ohio State's dominated in Penn State, and Penn State has to find a way to uh, get over that hump, no doubt. Yeah, and I like I say, and for me, John, if they can beat one of them, I think it puts them in position to be in the college playoff, and depending on what the score is, if, if they beat Michigan but lose to Ohio State or vice versa, what is that score of that one loss? But, you know, I mean, I think they're uh, – Right there, just below those two teams. You know, you'd have to put right. Michigan at the top right now. I, I, I think Ohio State probably has better talent, really. But they lost those two games uh, the past uh, two years. So I, right. I would say Michigan ha- uh, it has the, the better team. Ohio State has the best talent. And then Penn State is right there on the brim of beating one or both of them this season. And that quarterback, I think he's probably – a little bit more dynamic passer. Yeah, And if he has exactly. the, the receivers that can challenge a team vertically, or if not, if you have a system where you're driving the field with the short passes and you're leaving those high-powered offenses, especially Ohio State, on the sideline, then you're improving your defense as well. Absolutely, AP. I agree 100%. You nailed the key point, which is simply Ohio State does have better talent. I'm not in any way disputing that Penn state's talent is close, but it's not Ohio state's talent. They just, uh, what can you say that <laughs> they're on a different level? They just are and have been for years. So the fact they've, you know, been beating Penn state recently, pretty consistently, uh, you know, is a reflection of that talent. It's not in any way, uh, pointing out deficiencies, in Penn state. It just isn't. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, uh, 
it's going to be fun to watch. Again, you you have it perfectly said. Penn State has had good receiving core. They've lost a couple guys, uh, but given their recent history, you just have to assume they're going to have some great receivers stepping up. Uh, like they have every year, they have these great receivers, Jahan Dotson and the like. Uh, so it's going to be great. But AP, there was uh, some SEC spring games, correct? Yeah, there, t- Tennessee had a spring game, and you know people were they were looking to move forward with the next quarterback, Joe Milton, who came out at the end of the season because Hendon Hooker was injured. So you know he was right. the starter a couple of years ago, and then Hendon Hooker beat him out. So he was relegated to the bench, but he's. He looked very good at the end of the year, um, especially the bowl game against Clemson, which they won. Uh, and uh, so Joe Milton, big quarterback, strong arm. And I just bring out that fact. I mean, that's one of his attributes. I mean, you don't have to have a strong arm to be successful as a quarterback, I don't believe. But you have to have a, a minimum level. And he's way beyond that. He's a, he can throw it out of the stadium from one end to the other. But he's, he's tall. And uh, in that system of Josh Heupel, where you're making the quick decisions and you usually have good receivers and running backs who can catch the football and they normally have a good offensive line. So Tennessee, if they get a little bit better defense, I think they could they could challenge Georgia uh, and the SEC East. And then you saw also uh, the highly rated quarterback out of California, uh, Imaleva, I believe it's Nico Imaleva. And so he had a chance to perform in front of the crowd on Saturday had a pretty good ball game, and so that they, they should be set at the quarterback position. Tennessee, their the only question is really, like I said, the defense. Can you get better on that side of the football? Because that will put you in position to help your offense, uh, and also win these uh, closely contested ball games against the top level teams in the conference. No doubt about it. Tennessee's back. They're in the mix. They're back as a college football power. Nice to see. I'm not surprised, having followed Josh Hypo at University of Central Florida, UCF, uh, do great things down there, and uh, up there, I should say. And, and yeah, so Tennessee is back in the mix. And AP, uh, you know, Georgia is obviously Stetson Bennett has moved on. And so they've got a quarterback battle of their own going on. I think maybe they played a spring game Saturday. Am I right about that? Uh, Carson uh, Carson Beck and uh, uh, Vandegrift, I believe his last name is. Uh, I always have trouble pronouncing these names, John. But, yeah, Georgia, they have two excellent quarterbacks and even a third one. So they've got to make a decision. I think it's going to be Carson Beck, John. I believe that that's what it's going to be for Georgia. Okay. Um, you know, so, uh, but the the big trick is, uh, John, is massaging the situation so the quarterbacks don't tra- transfer. Let's not forget, the transfer portal is on top of us right now. It was May 1st through the 15th, but they changed it late in March to April 15th through the 30th. So, yeah, Brock Vandergriff was a player I was mentioning for Georgia. He was a national quarterback. Uh, of the year in high school coming out as a senior uh, about three years ago. But okay. so that they have two, two excellent quarterbacks, Georgia. And I say there's a third as well, but 
Carson Beck seems to be the, the choice at the moment. You know, Kirby Smart hasn't announced who will be the starter. I think right. he's one of those types of coaches um, that's going to wait till the ball game and and, and, the, and the quarterback trots on, in, onto the field. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Um, well, you know, Georgia has arrived two straight national championships and, uh, you know, they're simply the team in college football right now. And, you know, you have to assume it's going to continue. Uh, of course, their calling card to a large degree has been defense. Um, so you just can, again, make an assumption they're going to be really yeah. good, have a really good defense. And uh, they've been, <laughs> you know, sending people into the NFL left and right the last couple of years, high picks, all of it. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, it's going to be fun to watch AP. Uh, and, of course, Alabama is always in the mix, and I certainly expect they'll be back in the mix again. They, they, they also have to replace their quarterback. Yeah, John, uh, just to go back to Georgia, you know, the last couple of years, John, they've been averaging 40-something points a game. Right, So they right. caught on in that, in that department as well, you know, the last few years or so. Right. Uh, so that, that's what makes them, that, that puts them at the championship level because they can keep up, if need be, in a high-scoring ball game, which they've had to do through their championship run. But uh, moving over to Alabama, Galen Milrow, uh, the Houston, Texas area, and Ty Simpson, uh, you know, his dad is the coach of Middle Tennessee State. Right. They were both uh, four or five-star type players. So there's a battle going on with them right now. Um, Ty Simpson, I guess he's underrated as a dual threat. Jalen Milrow, we know he can run with anybody's track team. He's that okay. fast. Wow. You know, strong arm, strong arm. If ball security is a question with him and some interceptions and Ty Simpson, you just want to see how he's going to perform when he's put in a, a, a situation where um, it's, it's crucial. I mean, all these quarterbacks at Alabama normally, John, they don't get to play if they're the backup when the score is in balance. But Jalen Milrow had to play a game or so last year because uh, Bryce Young was injured. So he was inserted into the lineup as the starter, had two, three interceptions, couple, you know, a couple interceptions or so, and fumbled the football. So he, that, that's his main thrust in the spring is ball security. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm sure he'll, uh, yeah, you know, I'm sure with an off season, knowing he's coming in, uh, as the potential starter will be, uh, you know, go up his game. You have to, if you're going to be the quarterback of Alabama and, uh, it's going to be fun to watch AP and we've actually come to the end of our second segment together. So why don't we take a break now and still a few more things to get to on the other side. told me Voice America is on Twitter. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Listen for Go to Health Radio. 
featuring host Jonathan Marks and health experts from around the world who bring evidence-based education from Western, alternative, and holistic practices. We bring together you, seeking relevant and proven information for your healthcare needs and reputable healthcare experts and companies who offer quality education for your benefit. Monthly, we also share continuing education for medical professionals. Listen live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. Millions of people do not have children. Around the world, becoming a parent may be an unrealized dream and increasingly a deliberate choice. Yet our experiences remain largely unacknowledged across cultures, families, and friendships. Unconscious bias in public and workplace policy, media narratives, and educational content often renders us invisible. New Legacy Radio reveals these missing stories through the perspectives of our community and allies as we work to achieve meaningful change that recognizes our true and diverse experiences. New Legacy Radio, Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on The Voice of America Variety Channel. Tune in to Melody Edmondson's The Space of the Waste radio program. This companion piece to her successful guidebook series, The Space of the Waste, focuses on body types and how to make your waist length flattering, no matter what your body type is. Guests include designers, merchandise managers, factory owners, and more. You'll also find out what accessories will complement your body shape and waist length. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to all around sports with your host john inglesby become a part of today's show by calling 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or by sending an email to iir at comcast.net now back to the show voice america listeners welcome back to the fourth and final segment of all around sports I am your host, John Inglesby, and back on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Studham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and many other sports as well. And before we get started, my pick of the week for appointment viewing is tonight's Boston Bruins hosting Florida Panthers, 7.30 p.m. on Eastern on ESPN, and AP, it's a great time of year. Hockey playoffs start tonight. The Bruins looking to uh, capitalize on their the best regular season in NHL history. Of course, we have the uh, NBA playoffs underway. Some great games last night, or over the weekend, I should say. Celtics included, uh, winning uh, their first game. And 
so AP, this is arguably the best two weeks of the sports calendar coming right up. And that doesn't even begin to get into the NBA draft uh, and baseball in full swing. Um, I know you're going to the draft. I'm sure you're excited. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to go to the draft. I can't remember how many times I've been, John. Uh, I know we actually met in New York City at the draft Radio City, so that was always a great event. That's where you and I first met over, hard to believe, AP, over a decade ago. Literally on the red carpet uh, in front of Radio City Music Hall. That's the day we met. <laughs> Had some conversations waiting for the athletes to, the potential draft picks to come down the red carpet. And uh, the rest is history, as they say. And here we are today, <laughs> a decade or more later. Right. Oh, yeah. That was, that was a fun time, John, to be in New York uh, covering the draft. Since, you know, they had it there for 50 years and they moved it around to various cities. And so first Absolutely. time in Kansas City and, yeah, look forward to being in Kansas City. And I know they'll have a big turnout. Uh, hopefully the weather cooperates always on that first evening, Thursday. Yep. And then for the that's the first round in rounds two and three are on Friday and then Saturday, four through seven. But the big night is Thursday primarily, but Friday can be pretty big, too. No doubt about it. Uh, yeah, no, because then it's the weekend and uh, it's a party <laughs> and it's a street party. And yes. Yeah. AP, uh, I'm reading where they're expecting maybe the largest ever crowd in the streets of Kansas City. Uh, I hearken back to the original wow for me was Philadelphia back a few years ago when they tuned in out in front of the art museum. Of course, that's the steps Rocky ran up. <laughs> Rocky Balboa <laughs> ran up and the statue. Right, and right. It was just an insane amount of people, a sea of people. And then right. Nashville took it a step further in Broadway, their famous street with all the country Western bars and whatnot. And that was as far as the eye could see down Broadway, hundreds of thousands and I'm AP I'm reading that it might be even the, the most ever in the streets of Kansas City you'll be there the, 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 I assume that's right, something right. that excite, gets you excited right yeah oh yeah yeah I can't wait I've never been to Kansas City so there's a not oh, only oh. will I be there for the draft but I you know they have the college basketball of fame and they have the um, Negro baseball museum so that would be a two cool venues as well hope to uh, have a chance to visit. Oh, that'll be great. No doubt about it. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be very exciting. Um, and, you know, we'll see how it turns out. I mean, I'm curious to see. It should generate some things happening before the draft. Maybe the Lamar Jackson situation will finally get done because if not yeah if they can't get it done then you have to think maybe the ravens will be on the hunt for a quarterback anything can happen as you know as we get closer to the draft that's you know right. the saquon barkley situation sitting out the uh the the mini camp or whatever it is uh here this week yeah. i believe today starting today uh yeah he wasn't happy apparently with the franchise tag um uh, back to the Ravens real quick. They signed Odell Beckham. That's big news. 
does that influence the Lamar Jackson standoff with the Ravens? Uh, it's all yeah, good stuff, I, but we'll see. Yeah, until th- there's a move made, John, it's just difficult to project what's on the mind of the player and the organization. I mean, there's a lot of chatter that's reported. Right. But I, I'm just waiting for the move. Correct. Correct. Um, you know, a player you and I both like, Will Levis, quarterback of Kentucky. I, of course, he started his career at Penn State. Uh, he, he himself proclaimed at the combine that he had a cannon for an arm. <laughs> And, uh, and, you know, so I'm curious where he'll go. Him and Anthony Richardson are wild cards and we assume. Yes. Yeah. I think so. Two wild cards of the quarterback. I think, I believe that's what I believe as you do, John, those are the two wild cards Mm -hmm. in the draft. Will Levis and Anthony Richardson for Florida. Will Levis out of Kentucky slash Penn state and Anthony Richardson. So, I, I I could not begin to tell you who, who would take those two. Exactly. And, of course, as we close out the show, a uh, player you know very well, Will Anderson, the super stud yeah. linebacker, the best defensive player in the draft, perhaps. Uh, you know, is he going to go earlier than expected? Maybe as high as number three? Who knows? Maybe one or two. You never know. You just never know. Right. Um, no. And so he, he, you know, where he's picked is going to create some domino effect for sure. Um, and he is, he's special, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Will is, is not this past season, but the prior season, that was, I think the second best I've ever seen at Alabama. Of course, Derek wow. Thomas being, he had the first two first two seasons uh, with 18 sacks and 27 and will had 17 and a half. Oh my. Um, in, in, um, 2021. That is impressive. He is impressive. Dominant, dominant player, game changer on the defensive side of the ball. And, uh, so that is going to be fun to watch needless to say. And, uh, of course everybody assumes Bryce Young and CJ Stroud will go one and one and two, not necessarily in that order. Uh, one will be one, the other will be two, and uh, we'll go from there. So it's going to be fun, AP, uh, and we're going to dig in, you know, more uh, to the draft as we get closer in next week's show. Uh, so it's just going to be great. But I do want to thank you for calling in, as always. Uh, Good show, a lot going on. There's always a lot going on. And uh, now the playoffs, NBA and NHL, are truly kicking into high gear starting tonight. Both of them happening. Uh, I love these next couple weeks, AP. It's pretty much nonstop, multiple games every night in both sports. Maybe my favorite two weeks of the season. So (laughs) it's going to be fun. Yes, yes. Hey, thank you, John. Thank you for having me on the show. My pleasure. And AP, thank you as always for calling in. And as always, thank you all for listening to All Around Sports. And we look forward to doing it all again next Monday at noon Eastern Time. Thanks again for tuning into All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Be sure to tune in again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Have a terrific weekend. And we'll talk sports again next week.